We have something nice and easy. We always do it nice and rough. <laughs> but we're going to take the beginning of this song and do it nice and easy. But we're going to finish. finish the song rough. <laughs> While we do Tina Turner's. What's love got to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> and we're rolling, 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 rolling on, on the, the podcast. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hey. Happy February. Welcome to Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. It is Black History Month. Amen. What's going on? And I forgot my other drink. God damn. Well, it is Black. Back to you, sis. <laughs> it is Black History Month. And here on Lights, Camera, Cocktails, where we pair amazing cocktails with amazing, amazing drinks. <laughs> Wait, did I fuck it up? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> we do pair amazing cocktails with amazing drinks. That's true. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> but we also pair them with amazing think movies. This is true. Yeah. I'm so fucking rusty, dude. <laughs> Dust it off. Dust it off. Dust all the roughs. I'm well, not going to dust it there. <laughs> well, I am Zenobia. I'm Jason. How y'all doing? What's good, y'all? In the neighborhood, y'all. Before we get to the podcast, we do have a little bit of business. Uh, you explained to me that uh, you already have a Valentine's date. I do. I have two of them. Yeah. Yeah, you know how I be playing. I heard you taking the girls out. I am taking the girls out to medieval times. Not the girls you're thinking of, fellas. No. Those girls stay in, well. They come with me everywhere I go, but (laughs) the girls I'm talking about are my nieces. That that (laughs) makes me a little sad because I was going to get you a Valentine's gift. And what was it going to be? Well, I guess, you know, it's got to be an early birthday gift instead. Oh, shit. What is it? I got to wait? No, check your phone. Oh, God. What the fuck did you just do? It's just a text. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. No, you didn't! (laughs) What? You guys. Happy birthday! (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so. Tell the people where we're going. So, we are going. This is our part two. We're going back. To lovers and friends, Yes, baby. we are. Oh, I love you guys. <laughs> and I was all super sad, too, because Missy Elliott is going to be there. And I was oh, like, no, we're going to be there. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't. Dude. <laughs> you got me on the... I was on set on at 10 a.m. in the morning. Actually, oh we, it was me and my buddy Sam. So if you notice, there's four names on there. I saw that. So I got... Because Sam couldn't get in. I got in, so I got his ticket, and he's... Paying me back. Sam's going. Sam's going with us. Um, Mr. Sam Smoot. We'll bring him on the podcast as well. Oh, my God. But we were on it. 9.05 in the morning. They let Or 10.05 in the morning. They let me in. I was like, hey, are we getting it? I got got three minutes. Am I getting your ticket, too? Am I getting your ticket, too? I'm getting your ticket, too. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm fucking. Miss Kara. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Then we might have to do another Vegas podcast. Yes, we will. Yes. Oh, my God. See, but you already had... I was going to sing you Happy Valentine's Day. Every, Every day, day the 14th. 14th. But no, you already got a date, so happy early birthday. Thank you. Love oh, Because I, I told myself I wasn't going to do it, and I was like, I can't. 
and you made it happen. We said we weren't going to do it, but then we saw the you lineup. Did, you did say that, and so then I was like, well, if they're not going, then... Like, you think we... I know. We got a wedding. I know. We got a movie. I know. We got bachelor and bachelorette party. I know, and I'm going in <laughs> part of all of those. So You're literally <laughs> part of all of it. Yeah, that's why I was like, I can't buy these tickets. I love you. I love you. Oh, oh my God, I'm going to cry. Okay. Okay, so what are we doing here again? I we are doing What's Love Got to Do With It? It's got to do with getting me lovers and friends tickets. That's got what to love's do, got to, got do, to do with it. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. Okay. I'm flustered now. All right. I'm here. I'm present. I fucking love you. Who okay. needs a ticket I when a ticket. nobody's going? I didn't think anyone was going. <laughs> I really did. We're all going. We're all going. We're going to Vegas, bitch. Okay, so, yo, <laughs> what movie? Black History Month. Black History Month. <laughs> Happy Black History. Black actors. Black actors <laughs> all up in this movie. We're doing What's Love Got to Do With It. Yes, do you, we do. Do you want to hear uh, my black history fact? Yes. You know, I like to throw a black history fact in on February on this show. Mm-hmm. Here's our Black History Month fact. Miss Tina Turner is the first... Black artist and first female to have a cover on the Rolling Stones magazine. Yes, Queen. Get it, girl. Just breaking barriers everywhere she fucking goes. I love it. Queen. Yes. I'm very excited. Okay, so. What are we drinking? I was about to say, I don't know about you, but I'm ready to drink. Yes, I am. All right, so we are drinking. Smells garden fresh. Oh, Get ready. Okay. We are drinking Simply the Best. Is that what it's called? That is what it's called. Oh, my God. You know why? Because it's Simply the Better Best. Better than all, all the rest. rest. Okay, so this drink was brought to you by Miss Lenny. Hey. I hit Miss Lenny Pappas up, and I was like, girl, I need a drink for this movie. What do you think we should do? And she pulled this one out, and it. it's a banger. So Simply the Best is about four or five muddled cucumbers. So you're going to put it into a shaker. That's what I heard crunching in there. And you're going to muddle okay. it. I also put the lime juice in there as well when I muddle it. And you're going to put about three-fourths lime juice in there. And you're going to muddle it. And then you're going to put half an ounce of vodka in there. And you're going to put ice in your shaker. You're going to shake it up. You're going to put it into your wine glasses. Got my Tito's, though. Uh-huh. Tito's. <laughs> You're also going to add mint simple syrup, which I made. Mm. You know how I be making these simple syrups. Simple syrup is just equal parts water, equal parts sugar. You put it on the stove and you just get it hot and boiling. And then I threw some mint leaves in there and let it soak for a while, strained it, and that's why simple syrup. Nice. So you're going to put the, all that in the shaker, shake it up, put it in the glass, and you're going to top it with Champagne. Champagne. Which you know is your girl's favorite. And you know who else's favorite it is? Who? Miss Tina Turner. Is it really? It really is. Oh, shit. Because it's simply the best. <laughs> Better than all the rest. Yep. I'm, about you. You're I'm sorry. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it in the show. So that is simply the best. We're and hyped on this one. I'm sorry about the audio, everybody. Sorry, not sorry. So. Not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's future Zenobia's problem. <laughs> Let her deal with it. Yep. So I put cucumber and mint as garnish. Mm-hmm. And that's simply the best. Here we go. Cheers to you. Cheers. 
right, here we go. Oh, yeah. That is refreshing. Mm. <laughs> You're already into the cucumber. I've been eating cucumber. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's delicious. Zenobia. Every I'm sorry. girl over 30 needs a cucumber <laughs> in the house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Have we done that movie yet? No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Extra cool points if anybody knows what movie that is. So... That is simply the best. Miss Lenny, thank That's you for really that. That's really refreshing. That is Lenny, simply the best. Call. Are mm. you ready? Yes. To drink this shit down. We about to be fucked up tonight. I know. You're going to give me such a headache. There's another, it's going to be worth it. There's another bottle in the fucking fridge, too. I'm fun employed. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Okay. So you ready? This is just ginger ale. I was just, I wanted a little bit of, you know, carbonation. We had champagne, though. Okay, fine. I was tired and I wanted a little sugar rush. <laughs> There's simple syrup in there. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so uh, are you ready for a little bit of her story? Hit me with it. On Corbell. Hey. hey. I like how you brought that out. It's like this episode is brought to you by Corbell. Corbell. Or at least it should be. <laughs> Please one day. Holla at your boy. Your girl. Or girl. Your girl really wants to go to this winery. So, okay. So here we go. This is one of the most amazing stories that I have heard about Champagne. Okay. So buckle up, bitches. Okay. So let's go back in the way back machine. How far are we going back? To 1848. Oh. And Francis Corbell was protesting in Prague over... Being repressed by the monarchy out there. King George was mm-hmm. on the throne. I don't know who was on the throne, I, but they were I fucking with them. We had an arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> so he was out there protesting, and shots rang out. Pop, pop, pop. Shots fired. Okay. Everybody scattered, and he got picked up, and they were like, that's the fool who shot up. You know, it's kind of like the Warriors. So they're like, oh, shit, he's the one to be shooting. Uh-huh. And so they, <laughs> they get him, and he goes to jail. Okay. And he was charged for, he's supposed to be in jail for 17 years for that. For what? For disturbing the peace? I guess. The original deep TP? <laughs> for real. So, like, get this. After two years, his mom was like, you know what? I'm going to go get my son. Screw this shit. Okay. So she goes down there with, like, civilian clothes stuck into her, like, skirt. And she goes and sees her son. And he changes into the clothes, and they calmly walk out of the fucking prison. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> that's, the, that's what the story says. That's Hell yeah. <laughs> Mama saved him. And so <laughs> then she put him on a boat, and he had to leave, you know, because, hey, shit, you just broke out of jail. Dude. <laughs> so I don't know if sure, he was... looking for him like 24601. They looking for him. <laughs> I don't know if he really shot any fires or nothing. Like, I don't know any of that shit, but all I do know is... Mama came came out and helped the fool. You wear a different name. <laughs> <laughs> Do shit. So once he left, he mm-hmm. ended up going to um, Holland, and he learned how to. He worked in a, like a cigar factory. He learned how to make cigars, and then he moved to New York. Yeah, big ones. 
(laughs) Then he moved to New York. His two brothers came out, and they moved out there, too. And then they started figuring out what they wanted to do. So then they moved to San Francisco, you know, trying to follow that gold rush. And when they got here, there was no gold. (laughs) So they were like, fuck, what are we going to do? They got the letter way too late way too late you know they they were quick on it so i mean they're coming from france no they at that point they were coming from like new york but still that's still three thousand miles yeah in when 18 in in the late 18 like yeah 1860s yeah so 17 years after so 1848 17 years after that they they showed up and so once they got there they were like well shit what we gonna do we should start a company i don't know what you want to do (laughs) (laughs) so they started a cigar box manufacturing company and they got land in sonoma and humble county and they started cutting down the timber to make their boxes and to like make land for their factories and shit like that Mm -hmm. they bought boats they bought trains and they were just like doing their shit mm. until about 1876, a fire broke out in the box factory in San Damn. Francisco. So after that, they were like, well, shit, let's just like move all of our shit over to Sonoma. And they kind of started seeing what they could grow there mm. so that they could sell. They even took the soil to UC Davis and they did like you know a test on it and they were like this is like beautiful soil it's perfect for growing grapes it's anthracite (laughs) and so they were like great terra firma yeah they're like (laughs) okay so they fucking started doing that they started growing grapes they started their winery you know growing and refining it but you know what what happened Mm. in 1896 the winery caught fire. God damn. <laughs> you got to remember back then. See, like, y'all, there were fires fire. in California way back then. <laughs> this ain't nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> but the building and the large rafters of it were saved because the workers, in their quick thinking, doused it with freshly squashed grape juice. That's how they put the fire out. They were like, oh, shit. Thicker than water. Yeah, they just started dumping all that shit on it and it put it out and it helped save, like, the main structure of the building, which I think that is fucking amazing. That's awesome. Who even, like, thinks about doing that? And so, again, they're still trucking along, having their winery, and then in 1919, Prohibition, motherfucking ambition comes through and the cor- core barrels are like, shit, what are we going to do? So they like cut I'm down assuming their- these are the sons by this time. No, nah, by that time it's still them. They're like 90. It's still, they're still kicking it. And so they Unless like, they got arrested real young. I mean, I don't know how old he would be in like, I don't know. They didn't say when I found this like article on it, it started from him being arrested and getting busted out. So, hey, like, Mr. Corbell is 137 years old. <laughs> 137 <laughs> years old. I don't. I didn't ask him how old he was. That's We're from 1848 to 1919. That's We're at 1919. 70 years. Okay. They're. I mean, they they don't make it much longer. Okay. okay. So <laughs> prohibition happens. They cut all their shit back because they're like, dang, we just gotta outweigh this shit. And so when they did. They were still able to sell brandy and wine medicinally, air quotes. So that's what they were doing to just, like, stay afloat. Brandy and wine got that government contract. Yeah. And so that's how they were were sliding by. 
And so before Prohibition ended in 1933, all three of the brothers were dead by then. So the they crashed at 29, hit their interest, and they put a pistol in their head? No, I didn't read any of I don't of, think they died of old age. I didn't, <laughs> no, I didn't hear of any suicides or anything like that. They just, they were old. We fuckers are being over the Carpathian. They just, tried killing them, and they wouldn't die. They wouldn't die. They kept trying to burn they all their the shit down. They burned the house down twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> and so, <laughs> after that, uh, after they died, and Prohibition was done away with, mm-hmm. They sent, the company sent a case of champagne to the White House mm. after Prohibition and be like, yeah, bitch, drink this shit. By in the 50s, it was sold off to a new owner who basically kind of like created it and made it into more of a lower high, like high tasting, like champagne, okay. I guess, you know. And I, I, it says established in 1882, though. That was tell I, that tell that go on tell that. Well, okay, then that means it's after the fire. So they were, you know, still trying to figure their shit out before they be, they like yeah, established yeah, yeah. it, established it. You know, I got you. I don't know. I'm just pulling. I am not a historian of this champagne. <laughs> I just like drinking it. It's nice. I'm not gonna lie. It's real nice. And then when I started looking up some stuff, I was like, "This is a really cool story." They put the fucking build it out with grape juice, freshly. Squash, grape juice. You guys want some grapes? <laughs> Bitches. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's a little bit of her story. I like that story. On this fancy Corbel champagne. That's a good-ass story. I like it. That's a good-ass drink. I like this. <laughs> this is a really Lenny, thank you. You came through on this one. It was delish. It was delish. Oh, so good. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep on doing I'm gonna have such a headache tomorrow morning, but I'm, it's worth it. I'm about to sleep good tonight. <laughs> All right, the so Corbell brothers. The Corbell brothers. These motherfuckers. They had they were pioneer thinkers though. They were trying to say Ahead of the, they were they like, lied what? about their age all the time. <laughs> I bet. I mean, this could all be lies. Who knows? This could be just lies from a con man who busted out of jail. Who knows? Everybody be asking. I was out in Sonoma this time. I seen Mr. Corbell. I was like, hey, how old is your brother, Mr. Mr. Corbell? He said, hey, my brother, 137 years old. 137 years old. <laughs> oh, man, you ain't never been out to no Sonoma. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> I definitely want to go to Sonoma, Napa, Napa Valley. I have not been there for drinking, so I would like to actually do that. Okay. It's nice. It's real nice. Oh, damn. Uh, I, I went a little too far last time, though, because I had an edible, and it hit different with the wine tasting. And so I don't remember much that day. This sounds like a perfect trip But you trip would have been me. there to take care of me. <laughs> this sounds like a perfect trip for me. <laughs> Edibles and wineries, Let's sign me go. up. Say less. Let's go. All right. All right. So are you ready for the completely made up drinking game? Yes. Does it involve some cake? It does not involve cake. Okay. <laughs> I almost had a chocolate cake martini as our cocktail. Some good ass cake. Because I was going to make you eat the cake, anime. <laughs> but when she... Anime, please just eat the cake. Anime, come on. This cake real good. Anime, just take the cake, please. When Just eat the cake. Dude. When Lenny told me that 
Tina Turner's favorite drink was champagne, which I fact-checked, and it is true. Mm-hmm. And she came up with this drink. It's, I couldn't I, I, I couldn't say no. Because right. it's simply the best. It's simply the best. <laughs> You okay. have that song stuck in my head forever. It's been stuck in my head for a week. Again, then the again. Thunder, Thunderdome song. The Thunderdome. Because we don't need another hero, okay? And we will do Mad Max, <laughs> the so Thunderdomes. We do. In this day and age, we need a lot of them. <laughs> okay. So I'm holding out. Here's the drinking game. <laughs> okay. So with this drinking game, it was a little weird for me. I'm going to be real with you. Ah, uh, yeah. I, this, I already know where you're going. This movie... I already know where you're going. ...has a lot of things that you would... I would normally make a drinking thing, but, like, I can't have, like, take a drink every time my kids are... Like, yeah. I don't, in my conscience, I just couldn't do that. No. So this game might feel a little weird, so just roll with it, okay? Because mm-hmm. we rolling on the river. Rolling on the river. <laughs> okay. So you're going to take a simp. When Ike tells Tina to sing. God damn, man. What the fuck you doing in there, huh? That ain't what you're supposed to sing. Now, you know better than that. You know you got to sing this motherfucker the way I told you to, right? God damn, man. How many motherfucking times I got to tell you? If you're going to sing this song, you got to sing this motherfucker. You dig what I'm saying? I want to feel this motherfucking song through my skin. You got to get up. I want you to get up from way in here. You better put some stink on this motherfucker. You better sing this motherfucker like your life depends on. You understand me? So when he's like, sing, sing the song. How I told uh-huh. you to sing. You don't ever sing the song. You're going to have to sing Ruffa. I'm talking to the priest. Ruffa anime. The high priest. Oh, Ruffa. And everybody out there in the universe. What I'm saying is I don't know you mean by Ruffa. Tell me what I'm saying. Say I want to be my own. You're like a man. That's right. Keep singing anime. Ruffa, right? The mama's like, you want a drink? You want a drink? Yeah, I want to drink. Keep singing. I'm going to watch this. Come on, get you yeah, I want to drink, but I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> that line makes me laugh because definitely. You know I want to drink. That's me. You would have got me. You want to drink? Yes, but I'm coming right back with my drink <laughs> my, in here. Don't change the subject. We're still dealing We're with still this We're still going to deal with this, but what I'm going to have a drink. What the hell you mean, Ruffa? <laughs> we have it screaming like a man. <laughs> you know, he tells her to sing the song. Sing the motherfucking song. Do you know the words? Oh. What? You don't forgot the words. Oh. Of course I can remember the words. Like I wrote it. Yeah, you wrote the motherfucking song and now you can't even remember the goddamn words. I do know the words, Ike. I wrote it. Yeah, you wrote the song and you can't sing the motherfucking words. And you know what, everybody, get, get the hell out of me. Yeah. We, you you want to sing this shit until you get it right. Mm-hmm. We need some private time. Shout yep. out to everybody. Get out, get out, come on. Hey, hey, what are you going to say? Say flower. Say flower. <laughs> Try to walk out with a big ass uh, bowl of Coke. Mm-mm. <laughs> Not in the 70s, we need that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he asks her to sing all the time. Mm-hmm. You're going to take a simp. Okay. You're going to take a simp when Tina has a new wig on. Yeah. I'll be looking at her wig. Whoever the wig person is on this movie, nice. like, chef's kiss. Does it count when they fuck up her hair? Well, no, because that's her real hair. But then when she okay. comes on stage and they all, they all got the, the wigs... Now you know you need an ass whooping. You know you need an ass whooping. The girl is like 12. Give her a break. She should not have been doing that. She She didn't want her hair fall out. Well, he said he wanted it bleached like that fucking white chick like Marilyn Monroe. Uh And that is something that is very hard to do. I bleach my hair to get it to dye all these cool colors all the time, Mm -hmm. but I can't get the color. Like if I did it, I would lose a bunch of my hair too. Like I ain't even trying. (laughs) 
Nah. You know you need an ass whooping. You know you need an ass whooping. <laughs> Just a sink full of hair. They whooped her ass. You know they did. That movie they did. They cut tra- that part out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's in the outtakes where she in the street just beating her. Well, I mean, it did scare me as a kid. I used to think that if I bleached my hair. It would fall out? Yeah. It probably would. Back then. I don't Not know. Now? I, I bleach it. Like every six months. I don't know. For Talk the past, to your cousin. I don't know that. Every, That's not my field. I bleach my hair every six months for the past like three years, three, four years. Yeah. And I bald. My hair is growing like super oh. long. But you're not trying to go bleach blonde. I'm either. definitely not trying to go bleach blonde. There. And I'm sure those chemicals are just straight chemicals. That's straight. <laughs> That's yeah, just straight. <laughs> nothing in there to moisturize. Nothing that break off. So you're going to take a simp because she got some awesome wigs all through mm-hmm. this movie. Yes, she does. And applause to the wig lady, her gentleman, mm-hmm. because that was awesome. <laughs> okay, so you're going to take a simp when they're backstage. So whenever there's a backstage. backstage. Yeah, so I okay. do like where she's there, like, especially after the wig part, and he like. Who's out there was this, darling? Jackie? Leanne, how come ain't nobody told you about this new look we got going on here? Huh? See, I, I like it. Rips their wig off. No, no, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I like it when uh, he's with such an asshole. He Jackie, throws it at the other girl. Yeah, she's like Jackie. So Jackie, like, oh, you better not like. I see you drinking. She's like, I ain't worried about him. And she like pulls her flask out, mm-hmm. and then he walks in, and you see her like immediately like, yeah, like that shit. <laughs> I am not about to be about t- to find your ass. Ten dollars. Five dollars. Is it five dollars? It depends. I think it's five for being late. I feel like ten, ten is drinking. drinking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, backstage, backstage. When she does try to overdose, okay, that's that's a sad one. Mm-hmm. That one's rough. I'll even take backstage where he comes with the gun. Yeah, what's going to? I got a room full of people who come to see me. You hear me? I come to see me. So what do you want to do? I don't know. Shoot me. Pistol with me. What you gonna do? Beat me? You know? Pistol, Pistol with me. With me. Got a group, a whole lot of people out there coming to see me. Me, bitch. Me, motherfucker. Not your dusty ass. Go Ugh. to jail. Ugh. <laughs> Get out of there. Go straight to hell, like. <laughs> <laughs> I do like where he's like yelling right before the fight, and she's like walking up the stairs in the. Hey, you better come back over here so I can get some sleep now. Go straight to hell, like. In the airplane, stairs in the airplane. <laughs> I don't know what that is, dude. <laughs> I wish. Dope, right? I wish there was an upstairs bar in in an airplane for me. That's where I would be. That'd be cool. <laughs> But I love what she says, like, go that's to hell. That, that's that old school airline. What is it called? Um, Pan Am. Pan Am. That's what it is. That luxury shit. That luxury shit. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Can we please bring back Because you know what I hate? Those luxury flights. Sitting in a tidy ass seat. So you going to take a simp when they show home videos. So okay. this is their... Uh, their wedding? Their little wedding video. Mm-hmm. This is them... When she's pregnant, mm-hmm. showing the house and everything. What am I doing with two more kids? <laughs> more kids? Those were already there. You act like they're, it's like a whole new yeah. thing. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so, yeah, you're going to take a simp. Okay. You're going to take a simp when Tina cries. Oh, my goodness. She cries. This girl cries throughout the entire movie. She does. She's a strong lady. Ugh. 
but she's very strong. She had a, a very it was rough, sad part of her life, like twenty years there with this fucker, you know. Longer than that, I feel like. Nah, because they were only married for like sixteen years. Okay. So yeah, shit was rough. Shit was rough, but uh. Yeah. I feel like it's rough seeing it, so you might as well drink while you do it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jesus. I need a drink just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, hold that, on. That shit hits home a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's take that. Let's take God, it's simply the best. I can't. It's so good. <laughs> You're going to take a sip anytime she chants. I like when she gets real fast with it. Oh, she's quick. <laughs> How fast can you go? That's it. That wasn't even saying it correctly. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. I can't do that shit. I can't. And maybe if you gave me a good day. I, I saw a YouTube video the other day, though. Busta still does his thing. Yeah, he, I don't know how he does it. Cause I feel like I'm running. I'm feeling like I'm going to get away, get away, get away. Okay, stop, stop getting me out. Stop <laughs> getting me out, okay? And the movie opens with her chanting, if you notice. Yes, it does. Which is so fucking cool. That's her peace. Mm-hmm. Her joy right there. Okay, so you go take a sip when they're on Stage performing. Nice. It's quite a few of those okay. on stage performances. I Even love. when she's auditioning. Yep, because that, that is a performance. That is a performance. That is a performance. Okay. She all, she walks up on that stage. What if it's just her at the end? What, oh, like the real her? No, no, no. It's her on stage, and he's not up there. Yeah, no, it's not count them. It. I, I'm gonna count any time she is on the stage. Okay. Performing. Okay. That's it. If she on there performing in front of an audience, that counts. Okay. Because those are the best parts of this movie to me. Agreed. And as a kid, I I gravitate to movies that have like good songs and performances in it. Even if it's just Sometimes the soundtrack will save a movie. <sighs> oh, yes, it I'm will. not going to mention any names. I ain't going to say. But there have been some recent comic book movies that have been saved by some soundtracks. I ain't going to say nothing about nothing. You don't know nothing. I don't say nothing. I didn't see nothing. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so, you going to finish your drink. I'm about to. Yeah, get ready. This is good. You going to fi- I know. It's really good. And I hadn't tried it out until literally right now. She gave it to me and I was like, okay, that sounds good. And if it don't, I'll just drink champagne. Like, <laughs> that was the plan. What <laughs> are these episodes you can going to come in? Just, hey, I fucked up. We're just drinking champagne. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> what move are we doing? Doesn't matter. We're like so, Rambo. We're changing like, it. <laughs> we're going to France. Yeah, for some reason. Okay, so. Chocolat. <laughs> you going to finish your drink when she changes her name. So from when, when he changes her anime. name from, from anime to, to Tina, Tina Turner. Turner. Oh, Tina. Who, who, who is that? I am Tina. <laughs> Sounds like wedding bells to me, baby. Yeah, girl, the man gave you his name? <laughs> Tina. <laughs> what kind of name is that? Oh, what's the matter, baby? Don't you like it? Okay. That's when you're going to finish that drink. That's when she has the first baby. Mm-hmm. You're going to finish the drink. Okay. Because that's when Tina is born. Tina is born. Yeah. And her baby is born. <laughs> he takes her out of the fucking hospital. He sneaks her out. Dude. He's like, come on, come on, let me get my... He grabs the baby. Mm-hmm. You know there's no way in hell you can sneak a baby out of a fucking... She's exhausted. Out of a 
uh, hospital these days, mm-hmm. all the bells and whistles would go off. Yeah. All right. So you're going to finish your drink when she does River Deep Mountain High. That is probably my favorite scene in the soul movie, minus the primary. I mean, primary obviously is the best. Mm-hmm. But just seeing her in the studio with the orchestra mm-hmm. and. She talks about how that is the first time that she was able to do something without Ike. Yeah. So she's finally got the freedom. Oh, yeah, anything you can say to her, you can say to me. Hey, look, anything you got to say to her, you can say to me. All right, then. I'd like to record a song with her. Hey, y'all hear that? Phil Spector on the call with Ike and Tina. I'd like to record a song with Tina. All right, I'd like to record an album, uh, uh, a single with her. Oh, okay, look at that. They want to to work with Ike and Tina. No, no, no. With her. Just Tina. <laughs> oh. Well, look here. Come on in my office. Let me talk to you about this. Come over here. Come over here. Step into my office. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Fun fact right there. Just want to let you know in real life that is literally kind of how it happened. Mm-hmm. And he had to pay Ike to be gone, to not be in the studio. He had to pay him. Damn. So that he could have Tina to herself. Yeah. Himself. So, mm-hmm. control. And she still paid for that. Because he couldn't handle it. But that that's, is, a, that's a real good song to handle me. That's such a good song, though. It really yeah. is. And unfortunately, it and did not. And he whooped do. her ass for it being such a good song. And it didn't make. How dare you upstage me? Well, it was big in Europe, and it wasn't big that big here in America. Doesn't like, matter. He knew it was a good song. It is a good song because I have a record. Of it that is named of it. Look at this. River Deep, Mountain High. Look at that. I got my my beautiful. I got a couple Ike and Tina uh, albums. Damn! Did you pay three hundred and ninety five dollars for this thing? I sure didn't. <laughs> Somebody did. I paid three dollars and ninety five cents at Rasputin Music in in San Francisco. We're gonna say that you spent three hundred. And it's autographed by him, and it's made out of gold. Nice. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So we don't need him. Uh, it's still in my head. She's been on my playlist all week. So welcome to my my world. Mm. So yeah, finish Creep your drink. Into your mental window. Mm-hmm. Finish your drink on. When she keeps her name. Okay. So we're only doing two finishes. No. Okay. We're doing when they when she changes her name to Tina Turner, when she does River Deep, Mountain High, and then when she goes to court okay. and she gives them everything. Except my name. I'll give up all that other stuff, but only if I get to keep my name. I work too hard for it. You're right. Except her name. Wait, 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 wait a minute, Yana. The name is mine. The name got my daddy's blood on it. Mm. She can go, but the name stays home. Well, she's the one who made that name famous, yes, not your ass. Yes, she did. And she doesn't need to be known as the artist formerly known as Tina Turner. They can get back together. <laughs> <laughs> I can Tina. Yeah, never. You have anything to add to the drinking game? I kind of do. Okay, good. Go. I just have one thing. You gotta take a simp anytime that Ike stammers. I almost did that. You gotta I throw did. it in there because he stammers constantly. constantly. And I thought about that. And I was everything. like, I'm gonna fuck everybody up because he'd be like, <laughs> wait, 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 now, now, now. Oh, hold on, hold on. Get, 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 get in the car. Get in the car. Get in the car. Yeah. I got time for this foolishness now. I definitely could not be with someone who constantly, like, <laughs> 
Like you're fucking yeah yeah. You just say everything fucking twice. Like I can't. I'm gonna get the papers. Get the papers. Get the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Dude. No, 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 hold on now. No, 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 I don't apologize. I gave up that narcotic. Now I want you to come home. I want you to, 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 to stop with this foolishness now. Oh, now you just broke my window. You. you just ruined my Ruined a perfect, perfect good, good automobile. automobile. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking oh old time. I like that. That's a great addition. I was circling on that one and you just, you landed. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. Can we just take a second to acknowledge the beautiful performances by both Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne in this I mean, movie. I thought that's what this whole show was about today, was just oh to bow down God. at the feet of these acting gods. My God. <laughs> Both of them just knocked it out. They did. I hated him. Fun and fact. you love her. Fun fact, he said it took like a smooth decade for like black women to stop giving him the side eye all the mm. time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like until he was doing fucking Morpheus. You go, before, I mean, he came before, before he this. He was doing fine ass, smooth talking, furious styles, and then he does Ike Turner. And it's like, shit, man, you really just you're just an artist. Every black woman was hating on him. You motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, you watch some of these scenes, and you just—it's so visceral. I mean, it's real. And her performance brings it out simultaneously. They are just... They had to go to some dark places, both of them. They did. And they they got there. Damn. And they are one of those rare people who are blessed to have um, the people that are portraying, both of them having the people that are portraying still alive Mm -hmm. and like active, where you could talk to them. I'm sure she may have had uh, limited access to Tina Turner. I wonder if he had any access to Ike. I believe he did. Uh, I don't think it was like a lot, but I do think he like talked to him. (laughs) Oh, oh, so so, so, so you're going to play me in a movie, huh? Let me. (laughs) You you ain't going to play nobody until you do it the way the way I tell you to do it. And I watched interviews (laughs) of Ike, and he is definitely. That dude, a narcissist, yeah. sociopath. Yeah, some of the things that he said he's psychotic. were psychotic. They were like, "Why did you hit her?" And he'd be like, "Look, she would be walking around and sad all the time." And I'd be like, "Andy, why are you upset?" And she's like, "No, nah, I'm fine. I'm fine." And it'd be like two weeks of this, and then because she wouldn't tell me, I would hit her and be like, "Bitch, why are you upset?" I don't know why she's upset. Maybe it's because you hitting her, not letting her do anything or live her <laughs> life. That could be why. <laughs> She's terrified to say anything, it's motherfucker. It's not her fault that she is upset and you have to hit her. You're hitting her because she's And upset. he's literally like, well, it ain't my fault. Like, who, who, what, it ain't what do you my think? Fault. I'm doing everything that I can. I, I, Did I, I asked do that? her and she wouldn't listen. So then I hit her. She still wouldn't listen. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Nothing. This motherfucker. Give her some weed and y'all can sit there and talk about your emotions and shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unfiltered. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> But yeah. That's my contribution. I like it. Well, then that is the The completely completely made up drinking game. Yes, sir. And we're rolling. 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 (laughs) Rolling on the river. Rolling on the river. Don't get me started. But you know what I'm about Trying to start? Trying to get that deep, Ike. I like it. <laughs> you know what we're about to do? What's up? The stats. Hit me with your best shot. All right. Stats. 
What's love got to do with it? Got to do with it. Okay. Not a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So this movie came out June 25th, 1993, baby. I'm just going to point out now, you got me a little tipsy, so I'm going to throw so out some excited. random ass movies, apparently. I, I can already see it happening. Apparently that's what Jason's coming out to And today. I'm okay. With, I'm here for this. I'm okay. here for this. So, yeah. So 93 is when this movie dropped. Mm-hmm. And the budget for it was $15 million. Bring back the mid-level movies. There's so many great movies that were made between $10 and $50 million. Okay, well. they don't get made anymore. In 2023, that money is $31 million. So it's it's, still a mid-level. That's that's what you'd have to spend to make. I mean, not now. You'd but have now to pay. you're either spending somewhere under five million, or you're spending five hundred million. There's nothing in between. I mean, you got to double. Pisses me off. Double. It'd have to be like sixty-two million dollars, especially if you got to pay Angela Bassett and Lauren Fishburne, who are way more expensive today than they were in '93. Well, you don't. I'm saying, like, just in general. Yeah, I know. You know. No, I'm. I'm just saying. They couldn't make this movie for $31 million today. But they could make it for 60 But they can't make it for 60 Yeah, just double that. And Angela, we're talking about Angela Bassett and Lawrence Fishburne of 93. Of 93, which you know is what a, mean? a we gotta, less. They're their uh, star power then, not now. So we find the equivalent now. I don't know who that is. There is nothing because they're gods. <laughs> That ascended from heaven. Okay, so... Um, deltoids, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> so, the movie made $39.1 million, which in today's money is about $81 million. It made money, and it made sense. There you go. Shit. So, are you ready? It made money, and it made some Oscars, got some nominations. Yep. We got some nominations. Yeah. 13 nominations. No big deal. No <laughs> big deal. Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Critics. Mm-hmm. 96%. Hey, now. I think that is one of the highest that uh-huh. we've seen for critics in a movie. They're scared, motherfuckers. I mean, everybody loves Tina. And everybody loves Tina. The story is Everybody awesome. hates Ike. Every- <laughs> yup. Yeah, except Ike, he loves himself. It's the only one Him and Chai McBride apparently Apparently (laughs) So the audience Mm. 88% Okay Which okay I mean I can understand It's I think It's It's hard to watch The thing is Most people can't Stomach this type of movie I think that's why I got a lower score I agree Because it was. It is hard to watch some parts. There's some parts of this movie that are in. There is no pulling of punches. Yeah. They don't romanticize their relationship. It was painful. It was brutal. It was honest. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, the older I get, the harder it is to watch parts of it. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like, ooh, I get really squeamish. Yeah. I don't really watch it. No. Like, and it's made to be that way. There. It. Clearly, there were sound effects added in to make you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And anybody that's seen this movie knows what I'm talking about. It's too much. So, mm-hmm. 
I could, that's definitely why I think that it went down. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But the ZZ Fresh, I, w- I was a toss-up on this, okay? It was either going to be 100% or 99.99999. Because the only thing that I have a problem with is, is that I truly love watching movies where the people look like the people they're supposed to look like. Mm. And this has always kind of thrown me off a little bit because they neither one of them look like Ike or Tina. But can you find somebody that looks like Ike and somebody that looks like Tina that can act? And that's like the only thing that is Lawrence the, and Angela. That's the only thing that like makes it, you know, they can 100. do it. It's because they got their essence and their style and their swagger down pat, even though they didn't look like that. What's that song? 99 Problems. Oh, 99 Red Balloons? No, no. 99 no, Problems, a, but a bitch. It's a soul one. song. Something about 99 ain't enough. It ain't. Got to have a hundred. You do. It is a hundred. But my only, my only thing, because I think it's written really well. Mm-hmm. I think that it's acted amazingly. I think it's shot well. Mm-hmm. I think the music weaving is in there. I think the costumes and the makeup yeah. and the hair, everything's on point. You could definitely feel that Tina put her stamp on it. Mm-hmm. And they show the real Tina Turner at the end. They do. Which every movie that does a bio, you need to put the real person at the end so yeah. I can really feel it. Absolutely. You're like, oh shit, this person's real. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the Jason Jam? <laughs> is that one good? Do you like that one? This feels like I love you, man. When you're trying to figure out, I'm, I'm one one day one of them's gonna stick. <laughs> I'll see you in a gif. I'll see you there, or I'll see you on another time. On another time. <laughs> this is very confusing, Peter. I don't know if you're gonna be there or not. No, no, no. no I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm trying to find one that fits the the Jason Jam. I don't remember what the last one was, but. That, it didn't work. It didn't work. Last one didn't work either. Okay. <laughs> this is a new thing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to find it. I'm going to okay. find it. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm right there with you. I'm right there somewhere between 99 and 100. You know, it's a near perfect movie. It, it is. It is. You it's not the type of movie that everybody wants to see, but the story was told nearly perfectly. It was. I mean, some of the stuff is not factually true, mm-hmm. but you get the. She didn't gist. grow up in the church. That little girl was perfect. She was with her little shoulders. Her little shoulders. And she's like, "Look, you can't be up here just saying it and shit." You know, we in the church. We got the grandma from Fresh Prince. Yeah, oh, I beat you again. Ooh, Uncle <laughs> Phil's fucking mama. She's the best. Except for this one, she mean. <laughs> Kicked her out of the church and she's still singing. She, I, I know. That's that's the stats. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. So I'm going to make us another Make round. us a couple drinks. I'm going to dive into Mr. Brian Gibson. Mm-hmm. So our director is Brian Gibson. He's a Brit, but don't judge him. I wouldn't judge. Uh, my dude did not do a lot. Other Crazy as it seems. He was very careful about what projects he did. He turned down a whole bunch of Hollywood projects. He only did movies that were important to him. And hats off to him for doing that. Because most people, uh, directors with clout and capability, 
take the money and run. Which is a, another quote from Miss Angela Bassett. Two points to you if you can figure out what movie that is. You're just gonna take the money and run. I think I lost two points. What's that one? I will wait for you to exhale. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I am prepared to give you $300,000 cash oh, today. Today. That's what she, she's trying to pay her off. So she would... Your children are not for sale. And you know what? <laughs> I should know that because we did that last Black History Month. <laughs> Man, you know you're not allowed to burn anything but trash. It is It trash. is trash. <laughs> so... This isn't going to happen again, right? <laughs> Never it's again. again. <laughs> Can't happen again. Because <laughs> I ain't getting married again. No. Nope. Mr. Brian Gibson <laughs> started out uh, doing science documentary stuff out in uh, the UK, okay. but quickly made his way to the States doing such music videos as Mr. Roboto. Go, 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 Ricardo, Mr. Roboto. Thank you very much for being there just when I needed you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Mr. Roboto. That's an interesting uh, video. Yes, it is. He also did a little thing uh, with Foreigner called I Wanna Know What Love Is. Oh, he had some bangers. Yes, he did. I want you to show me. Absolutely. I like that. Okay. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Uh, What's Love Got to Do With It was his second major movie. His first first? one, Poltergeist 2. I like Poltergeist 2. I was wondering. I've never seen it, but I assumed that you had. The first one's better, (laughs) but I do like first. I'm not going to hate on it. Okay. Okay. And he only made two movies after. Which were? The Juror and Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy like Richard Pryor? I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Pryor and uh, unless they Van remade it. Oh yeah, that's nice. This is one of the it's simply the best. It's so nice. Smashy, you should drink this. Nah, she got to work tomorrow. She's already got a headache. She's work tired. Tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. So, Stir Crazy was the 1998 version. Mm, so, I, I don't think this is the Richard Pryor one. I don't know that one then. No. Was ben, Billy Connolly, Stephen Ray, you know. I don't know these people. So, not the one that you thought. However, he did executive produce Frida before he passed. He was the EP on Frida in 2002. That's a good movie. He passed at the very young age of 60 years old in 2004. Oh. Yeah, sad. Sad situation. But he did some great stuff while he was here. So, Mr. Brian Gibson, we thank you because you turned in a near-perfect movie. This movie is, like, pretty amazing. Mm. And it's timeless. I think it still holds up, too. So we say, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> well, so- no. Oh. He did Mr. Roboto. Oh, thank, thank you. you for being there just when I needed you. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. And y'all are going to have to deal with my singing just like Zenobia does every day. I just tone it out. <laughs> All right, y'all. That has been an episode of Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Cocktails. I'm out this bitch. <laughs> okay. I'll be waiting by the, by the phone for your apology. You will die waiting. <laughs> okay, so... 
He did a great job. I love it. Yeah, he did. That's all I got on Mr. Brian Gibson. Are you ready? What am I ready for? A fun fact for you, motherfucker. I'm going to get a symbol and be like, yeah, I need that. I need like a... <laughs> or a triangle. A nice point at the or end. Or a cowbell. <laughs> we always need more cowboy. Always. Braille. More cowbell. Ooh, I'm slurring. It's feeling good. Okay. This Getting movie... hyped. What, why, why don't I get... I don't get no cucumbers? It's, that's, <laughs> that's not what I wanted. Oh, what'd you say? Cucumbers. Oh, I got you. I got a whole bowl full. I like that crunch. Dang it. A whole ass bowl. I know. I told you I was snacking on this shit before I we started. Okay. So the fun fact. Hit me that fun fact. This movie was filmed in three months. Okay. So that it could correlate and come out at the same time as Tina's upcoming tour. That's how they did it. They were like, we gonna do it, we gonna bust it all out. Yeah. Busting it and busting it. I'm gonna make it, it do what it, it do, baby. I'm gonna make it do what it do, baby. <laughs> You gonna you gonna do a movie about me? You better do more than three months. Yeah, you got to do it within my time frame so that I make some more money off. of More that money, money off of it. It come out, then people are like, "We need to get them teams." The movie comes out, then I go on tour. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Miss so, Turner, they want to book you. No, 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 push that. We we'll wait for the movie. We we'll wait for the movie. Okay, so I do want to point out that this is based off of a book called I Tina, which I also have. Yes, you do. Oh, yes, I do. I do. Look at that photo on the back. Oh, my God. That is... That's the Tina that I know. That's the Tina I know, too. Mm-hmm. Like a, a jean What's jacket and a short black leather dress with some fishnets on and some What's heels. I remember seeing these music videos on VH1 on MTV while my mom was, like, cleaning house mm-hmm. and stuff like that. This is what she would have on. Tina is awesome. She's amazing. I have not read the whole thing. Uh, I've read about a quarter of it. Has she been on The Masked Singer yet? No, I feel like as soon as she went out, like, you would know her voice instantly. Mm -hmm, Immediately. This book was also co-written by Kurt Loder. Kurt Loder, what's up, my dude? You might know him from MTV. Mm Mm-hmm. But back in... um, 1986, when this book came out, he this was our this. news anchor, Mr. Kurt Loder. Mr. Kurt Loder. <laughs> at, at the time, he worked at Rolling Stone, and he like was like, "Let me write a story, help you write this." I didn't know that because people are going to be out there and they're going to tell your story, and you should tell your story because yeah, absolutely. She, when she made her comeback, when she was trying to make her comeback, you know, she did a People Magazine interview and. She laid it out to everybody. She was like, this motherfucker used to hit me all the time. Raped her. Raped me and did all the horrible things you could probably... You thought we were a loving couple? Wrong. I was in hell. I tried to even kill myself. Like, you know, and she told everybody this. Mm -hmm. And then people wanted to write stories about her and write their own tell-all books or whatever. And Kurt was like, let me help you tell your story. Yeah. And that is what we got. I, Tanya. I... <laughs> Which I also love, I Tanya. That's a great I mean, movie. I know. Well, I Tanya stole it's it from. Too close. From I was gonna say they probably stole it from I Tina. I Tina, bitch. This came out in '86. I Tina, being of sound mind and body, 
proclaim I, that this book is accurate I and nobody not, else's version is. Yeah, so I haven't got into the abusive part yet in the book. So What's love got to do with it? Buy my book and find out. Find out. And I I will. I bought this at like a thrift shop years and years ago when I Cash was, me at Barnes and Nobles. Was really into reading biographies. I'd mm. read Etta James. I like biographies. And yeah. Pam Greer, Lucille Ball. Okay. Joan Crawford. Like I read a bunch of these these books and that was when I was in my time and I saw this and I was like, Oh, I better read this book. But I haven't I hadn't really gone through it yet. I like that. So that's yeah. crazy. I I found that the only books that I could read from beginning to finish when I was a kid in like grade school were biographies or autobiographies. They real. Yeah. They telling you like yeah. this is the ups and downs of somebody who did something great or mm. horrible. I read like Magic Johnson's autobiography way back then, or uh, a couple other basketball players. When I was in college, I read Lucille Ball's, and it definitely uh, made me feel better about myself. And I and I think back to it all the time because I just have to remind myself like Lucy wasn't Lucy until she was like thirty nine, forty. So it's never too late. Like don't think it's too late because. She, she was like queen of the B-rated movies for like decades. Like, mm-hmm. too late. So I, I, I she do. She straight love- up says it in her uh, roast. She's like, you know, actors and actresses go their entire careers without this sort of acclaim. Yeah. Those are the lucky ones. Well, yeah, I love her, and it, it was great. So, yeah, if you guys happen to go somewhere and you see this book, pick it up. Yeah. Can I also tell you that (laughs) So After the movie came out Mm -hmm. In 1999 Ike released his own book I was just like wait what Okay because 99? He, yeah, because once, six years to rebuttal Because once all the shit came out Can I tell my side of the story? Can I tell my side of the story? I didn't do shit But neither did Craig (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do shit daddy But he could have done something about the shit what did you do, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> None. He's slate. So yeah, um, he 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 put out his own. It did take him a minute because you know once the shit hit the fan and the book came out, she did her, the article. The book came out. Mm-hmm. The movie came out. It made him look like a bad guy. He was a bad guy. He's a bad guy. I'm just saying, like from Ike Turner's point of view, he's like y'all just putting nothing. Hey. Up. Horrible shit. What? Hitler didn't know that he was a bad guy. He thought he was in the right. And and you know what? Hitler, you were not in the right. And that's why we use you as a standard when we're talking about someone is a horrible person. You are as bad as Hitler is what we say because Hitler was such a horrible piece of shit. Dude. I'm just saying. So if you want to hear Ike's side of the story, he has a book called Taking Back My Name. I don't really need to see Ike's side. That's what his book is called, Taking Back My Name. Mm. Now, his was not a best-selling book like Tina's was. So take everything he says with a huge-ass, big-ass, salty grain of salt. (laughs) Big ass <laughs> I'm not reading that shit And I'm gonna smack my teeth at him I ain't gonna give no money to the, the stage <laughs> Fuck that shit But yeah you I want, thought that was funny I'm not gonna talk about the whole cast Cause there's some people that we've already talked about Like Slim from the wood <laughs> Wait have we done Plays the wood? Ike Jr. Didn't we do the wood already? I don't think we No we, shit We haven't done the wood No we did best man We did the best man But that's different That's Malcolm D. Lee did we do the wood? 
I want to say we did. We've done so many episodes. I can't I'm remember. Sorry. I was high that day. I doubt it, but I definitely I was. I was drunk that day. You were drunk that day, and I was <laughs> we'll look back at it. We should start a list. We should make a running list so that we know. Just type it in the database. Did we do this one? Yep. You know what? That's not a bad idea. I'm about to write that down. Okay. Well, if we hadn't done... <laughs> the, I, don't know. I assumed that we did. We just do every black movie from the 90s. <laughs> We've done them. That one came out in 2000, didn't it? Uh, I'm going to throw in it at 99 on the cusp. We already talked about this. 99 ain't enough. Did it out? When did it come out? 1999. I oh told my you. God. I was like, I'm pretty sure it was like 99. Look at you. On the cusp. Nailing it in the head. Well, we're right. It's because of his car. His car is straight up 99. Okay. Well, the, <laughs> the point is Richard T. Jones plays Ike Jr. later in the movie. Ike Jr. Jr. I see him like, it's Slim. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Do like, it, Slim. Do it. He's like, I treat you, say hi to your oh. mama. And he's sitting there backing on some chick. He's like, hey, hey mama. Hey, mama. Hey, mama. <laughs> Dick. Dude, so bad. <laughs> okay, well, we'll look back and see if we haven't done the wood, but nonetheless. I really don't, I can't, I can't call it. If to we haven't, right we need to. Back to st- a school week or something in September. We might have. Did we do it for wedding month? You remember we had a wedding month. We did have a wedding month. I don't know. We'll look back on another day. <laughs> that remember. being said, I'm talking about like four main actors, five actors in this one. I got I got like four. Okay. That's well, all I got. How about we start with uh, Vanessa Bell Calloway? Vanessa, Miss Vanessa Bell? Mm-hmm. One, I love that bitch. She's your... Queen to be. We definitely have talked about her. Vision of perfection. <laughs> Love and affection. <laughs> she is uh, the queen to be. Uh, Miss Vanessa Bell Calloway plays Jackie in this movie. And if y'all don't know, she is Miss Amani. Z. Amani Aziz. In That's both right. Coming to America and, and Coming, coming to, to America. Is she still in the same outfit? Barking. <laughs> arr, arr, arr. Like she was not <laughs> fucking ready for any of that shit. Dude, but in this movie, she does a fantastic job. She is oh, definitely, I mean, other than Angela Bassett. Yeah. She is my favorite. In this entire movie, like she does a great job. She does an amazing job. She does a great impression of Ike. Hey, bitch, bitch, bitch. What you say? You say you late? Hey, hey, bitch. Wait, wait, wait a minute, motherfucker. What you do, huh? What, 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 what? You, you make a fun of me, huh? Huh? And she's like, oh, and, oh, Ike, I'm so I'm sorry. sorry. Dude, that hits home, though. Bitch. Fucking motherfucker, bitch. See, it's all fun and games when the, she's impersonating Ike, but then she impersonates Tina, and she's like, shit, you're right. I did I gotta see, get away from this man. I saw a TikTok the other day, and it was talking about how people who have been traumatized, especially in their youth, mm. deal with their trauma in weird ways, and sometimes, especially when they're with someone who also has similar trauma they joke about it mm-hmm. to make it feel like normal but on the outside like the rest of us would be like 
the fuck? How it's, you, yeah, a lot how of you them are very self-deprecating. Yeah, beat, but like it's the only way for them to. Like the saying, I I have to laugh. Past it, I have to laugh to keep from crying. Like yeah. it's like legitly. A lot of comedians are depressed. They are. They are yeah. some of the it's saddest a serious people. Serious issue. That being said, Jackie sees it as a job. Like she doesn't take Ike shit the same way. You know, her and, line is literally her, oh, a line that I, I would me. be so fucking, if, if it ever happened to me, this is exactly what I would say. What she say? Fuck you, Mike, I'm out of here. You ain't got to hit me but once. You only have to hit me but once. I'm the fuck like, out of here. And I'm gone. Like, right. that is definitely. And on her way out, she warns Tina. It's not all right to let some motherfucker pound on you. If you had anything, you get out of here too. You're a dead like, woman if you stay with him. Exactly. <laughs> you are dead. And and Jackie, I maybe that's why I like her so much. Especially mm-hmm. when I was a little kid, I always loved her. I thought she was very funny and cute mm-hmm. and sexy and shit. And I think it's because she's I did fine. It's, she's Amani Z. Amani Z. But like, I definitely feel like that out of all the characters, she is the one that I would most like. I mm-hmm. I would be around. Absolutely. I would try to help. She kept you. her backbone in the face of adversity. I would want to like get you. I would tell you constantly, like, how can I get you out of here? This. And like, she tries. What do you want me to she do? lies to the you. hospital. Yeah. She tells them that she's Tina Turner's sister, sister. so that they will let her in the hospital after yeah. she overdoses. She's like. Bitch, just I got come stay with me. Come stay with me. You don't gotta be doing this shit. Time and time again. But she had to go through it. And you know what? But the fact that she was there is why Tina finally goes to her. She's the first person she goes to. Doesn't go to her mom. No. Doesn't go to her real sister. She goes to Jackie. Yeah, I don't know what's up with the real sister. I feel like I wish that she was. Yeah, I maybe I gotta like, read the book to find out. We'll find like, out. We'll find out the real story. Maybe there wasn't enough footage. I don't know. But from what I found out, because not only did I read like a quarter of this book and watch this movie, but I also watched the Tina documentary mm. that is from like 2021. It's on HBO uh, Max right now. And she just talks about how she didn't really have friends. She didn't have anybody. Her happiness was... I'm sure I kept it that way. Yeah, definitely. And she was only happy when she was home, like, in a room alone, or she was with her boys, like, Mm. taking care of her kids and shit, is when she was, was happy. So Jackie is not a real person. Really? She's not in this, the book. She's not in real Fictional life. Fictional ass She's, character, my... They just needed, like, to give an- her... Anchor point. Yeah. So Jackie is not real, which made me really sad when I found That makes out. me so sad. Oh, mm-hmm. my... That's like... Yeah. She's not real. 88%. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Gibson. Dang. No, that's why he added it. I'm, so I'm just kidding, man. May God rest. You didn't want to feel her, have her feel alone, but she really is alone. Yeah. Like her kids even talk about, like she didn't have nobody but us. Like, and she didn't tell us what was going on, Mm-mm. but we knew what was going on. Of course, we they could did. hear what was going on. Yeah. And one time, her son went in there. You're not hiding shit from your kids. Yeah. They know. Mm-hmm. I fucking knew. And when when one of her sons went in there, he didn't apologize for hitting his mom, and it was just. Ike was just a horrible, and he said, like, from that day on, I was like, fuck this dude. Like, I mm. hated him from the mo- from that moment on. Absolutely. Like, you hit my mom. Like, we're, like, we're done. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to have nothing to do with you. So, mm-hmm. 
he he's an awful person, and it just makes me feel really bad to know that Jackie wasn't really there to no to help. Makes me feel like it's almost like a a figment of her imagination. Like she's you know, like in uh, a beautiful mind with Russell Crowe. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, homeboy's not really real. So maybe that's what the director was trying to do. Nah, I, <laughs> I'm just joking. Mr. Gibson's too good. Mr. He, Gibson if he wanted to it some, to be that way, he would have made it that way. Nah, he was trying to put some underlining shit in no. there. But uh, <laughs> that being said, Vanessa Bell Calloway, you've seen her in everything. You really have, especially if you watch black movies. Mm-hmm. She's been, or even movie. listen to black movies, or even listen to black movies. You see, Baby Kids. Yep, she is Jamaica's she is. voice. She is Jamaica. Oh, I mean, Dude. she's so cute. Uh, the brothers. Yep. Biker boys. Biker boys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Lawrence Fishburne. That's another Lawrence Fishburne yeah. in that one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. That's true. Do you want to know else what you, you would see her in? Not a movie, though. What? This is like bananas to me, though. She is in the What's Love Got to Do With It music video. Really? She's in the video. No shit. Yeah. And, and the movie. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So I watched it like intent the like today. Like what, is, what is she doing in the music video? It's like. Did the music the, video. I'm assuming the music video came out before the movie. Yeah. Because it came Long out. Long before. It came out when the song came out. Yeah. And so like. Okay. So you remember the video? She's just like walking down some streets. And she's got like the black dress on and the fishnets and the, and the, and the jean jacket. No shit. She's walking down singing What's Love Got to Do With It to a bunch of cute 80s people, right? Like almost out, like towards the end of the, she's walking and there's this couple that's like caved in on the wall. And she like taps him on the shoulder and she turns around and it's Vanessa. And they like kind of like stand she's there. She's featured and, like, extra yeah, in the and movie. And they kind of like dance a little bit towards the end that's of what's love got fucking do with it. Well, she is a classically trained dancer. Of course. So you could definitely see it in her, like, you know, their, their dance moves mm-hmm. in the back in that video. So. That's awesome. Look for her. I, I think love that is so seeing cool. Seeing classically trained dancers doing shit yeah. like that. Yeah. So I thought that was fucking cool. I'm sorry. Like in Robin Hood Men and Ties. Tights, tights. Yeah. Those dudes are classically trained dancers. Oh, yeah. At the beginning. I the said, rap- hey. Hey. I said, hey. Hey. I said, hey. Those motherfuckers are classically trained. They are. They're really good. But that's awesome that she's in that music video. I thought that was cool, too. The closest thing I know of in that regard is, like, there's been a few situations. So you see Lisa Turtle in the On Bended Knee music video. Yeah. You see Mackay Pfeiffer in the Boy Is Mine music video. He's mine. No, no, he's mine. (laughs) And you see Beyonce in Case's music video. He got beat. Yeah, before she was even before before Destiny's Child. Okay, it's the one where he's uh, proposing. Who doesn't want to marry her? I mean, besides you, besides me. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Damn, why is the is the song not coming to me right now? But yeah. He's talking about this perfect day. I like when people show up in videos you don't yeah. expect. Always before they become yeah. what they are later. And Vanessa Bell Calloway became a hell of a lot. So big ups to her. I do like her in the temptation story. Mm. 
she plays like their first manager, but she's like a shitty manager, like, you know, steals her money and shit. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, like, she sees them on TV and she's like in her shitty apartment and she's like, shit. Like I fucked up. Like I love her. She's so cute. She's funny. She's sassy. Mm-hmm. I feel like she should. I be even my like auntie. her. I like her. You know, I like her. In, is uh, love don't cost a thing. That's right. She, she plays is opposite. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, mm-hmm. Damn, I've been drinking. I've been remember. drinking. I can't remember shit drinking. right now. You know what? I am feeling very loosey goosey. I don't know why. I don't know. Steve Harvey. She's opposite of Steve Harvey in that one. Yeah. So, yeah, she's been in so many of things. Mm. She is trained in the arts. I I mean, I love her. I love her, too. I'm sad that her We're going to talk about her again on many movies. She will. Because, yeah. Well, she went to Howard University. Did she? Yeah. And she's a Greek woman. Alpha Kappa Alpha. I don't know. I'm not Greek. But she in there. Gotcha. Mm. And we will talk about her later. We're going to talk about Miss Vanessa later. Mm. Oh, yes, we will. Yeah. We're going to move down the list because Mr. Chai McBride, I love this man. Not in this movie. (laughs) Uh, I do like him in this movie because, I mean, obviously he's turning a blind eye to... He's turning a very blind eye to everything that Ike is doing. But Tina seems to like, like him, at least in the movie. Sure. You know? You know? Don't He's got some great lines. Yet, right? Don't get none on you. He's like, okay. Give me them glasses. I wonder can't nobody hear you. Your goddamn shirt too loud. You need to give me them glasses so I can look at that ugly motherfucker. Your shirt's too loud. That's why you can't hear. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... this ain't flower. Yeah, he, he's a He's kid. got some great one-liner. Anime, please just take the cake. Just eat the cake. <laughs> please. He's like, I'm tired of having to deal with this shit. Just this anime's it. mother right here, y'all. You believe that? You believe that? Whoa. Oh, I can't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> Hooking up his hair. That's because she look good. <laughs> we'll get you you. <laughs> if you guys don't know who Chai McBride is, go check out Gone in 60 Seconds. He plays Frost in this one. He uh, is- Take a look at uh, Roll Bounce. That's what I was going to say. He's, <laughs> he's in damn near everything. You name it, he's, he's done he's it. He's in a lot of He's things. a fantastic actor. I love him. I kind of wrote Roy's character in my movie off of Chai McBride. Oh, really? And how he like presents himself. Okay. So when you see Roy, think Chai McBride. I'm like, yeah, he that makes kinda, sense. It does make sense. I like, I like that. I like that. I like that. Boston Public, that's what I oh, was thinking yeah. about. Oh, yeah, from, yeah, 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 yeah. From where Boston he Public, he really was started to shine. Undercover Brother. <laughs> He's an iRobot. Waiting. He is in waiting. Yeah, He's the like, yeah. therapist chef. The therapist chef, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like trying to help him pee and shit. Oh my yeah. God. So he, you've definitely seen him. He's a great actor. I know He's him mostly funny. from Roll Bounds. I knew yeah. that's what now, You know who Carbridge is flooding. <laughs> Go home, put some lotion on him. Actually, he has feet. Big old fat Albert looking. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. And he doesn't do too much in this movie. He is a, a secondary. No, he's a secondary, but like you hear him and his his lines make the cut. Because he's, they do make he's the just cut. that good. His his voice is funny in this movie. Like he he just puts emphasis on like certain words that mm-hmm. just are so great. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> now, listen, Mrs. Bullock, I noticed that uh, my boys outside smashed uh, a few of your flowers outside. 
is uh, something that should cover the damages. That bitch. She straight takes that money, Why, slides it in you? her tight cleavage, mm-hmm. pushes him up. It's like, Does she look out? I so you trying to buy my daughter. That's all it is. Well, pay That's me more if you're going to buy my daughter. That's, yeah, and she did. And he did. That was just a little taste. He knew <laughs> He knew the hoop that he had to get go through to get to her. Yeah. He had to go through Miss Jennifer Lewis. I was about to say, oh, yes, we will. We're oh, talking about the black goodness. mama of Hollywood. Absolutely. She is. She really is. And we've talked about you her. You all know her voice. We do. We've talked about her in The Preacher's Wife. Mm-hmm. And... Right now I'm thinking about uh, Think Like a Man. Don't worry about her, sweetheart. She's blonde. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm talking about in this in the, our show. It's the only time we've talked about her. It's The Preacher's Wife. Did we do Who's Your Caddy? No. Oh, we I mean, have to do Who's I know you, you love Who's Your Caddy. I love Who's Your Caddy, and we're going to have to have Smashley as a special guest because she loves that she movie, too. She does love that movie, too. Mostly because you must like what you see. Uh, you, you must, must like, like what, what you see because you see a brother like me. Uh-uh. And I break it down. And I break it down. And when I'm going to stop. To, to the, the beat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. She plays another mom in that one too. All black mom. Always. Always yeah. playing mom. In the preacher wife, she was uh Winnie Houston mm-hmm. and shit. Oh, I love what she tells what, Denzel in that wait, one too. Wait, no, a charming, handsome young man. Stay away from my daughter. <laughs> oh, she uh go charm somebody go else. Charm somebody That's what else. she tells him. Go charm somebody else. And she's smoking, he's like, You should stop smoking. And then she puts it down. She's like, Did you hear I stop smoking? Oh like, my god. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um, but she plays she's married. What is Angela? She's falling ba- for her and she's married. Angela Bass's husband name. In which one? I'm drinking. In in life. Oh, I don't know. Wait, like Court, the movie? Courtney, uh, Court, yeah, no, in like The Preacher's Wife, Winnie Hughes' husband, Courtney. Oh, Courtney, yeah, 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 I don't know. Courtney B. Vance. I don't know. Name. He's, uh, he's the, uh, uh, the preacher. El Capitan in, uh, How High. No. Isn't he? No. Am I mixing people up? You are. Shit. I don't know. Oh, yes, you are. No, he plays like Johnny Cochran in The People vs. Shoot. OJ. Did you ever see that? I gotta look it up because it's gonna it's gonna drive me nuts now. I mean, the only man that could ever teach me was a son of a preacher. Was a son of a preacher, man. <laughs> I was right, Courtney B. Vance. I must not know how you to know spell. him. Yeah, you tell me that's not the dude from How High. That's not. That's the other black dude. <laughs> Bullshit! I'm not bullshitting. I know my black man, and that's not him. But they've been—that's her husband, Courtney B. Vance. They've been married since 1997. No shit. But Jennifer Lewis plays his mother-in-law in that movie, and that movie happens like three, four years after this one came out, I guess. Okay. He's an amazing actor. I can't wait to do a movie with him in him. Another movie with him in it. But Jennifer Lewis. She is actually only one year older than Angela Bassett. So when like Loris Fishburne like definitely comes up and he's like, can I speak to your mother? It could definitely be because they are like only a year apart. 
And she auditioned to play Tina, which I kind of could see, to be real with you. Okay. She is an amazing singer herself. Sure. And kind of has that raspy voice like Tina, too. Okay. You know where I fucked up? Is because he is in Office Christmas Party. He is in Office Christmas Party. And when I saw Office Christmas Party, I was like, that's the dude from How High. No. Because of how he's acting. The dude from How High is... We did how high, bitch. We did. We've done it. I was high that day. We were. You were. I did get you high. <laughs> that, that's truth. He plays Walter Davis in Office Christmas Party. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Back to Jennifer Sorry. Lewis. Miss Jennifer Lewis. She auditioned to be Miss Tina Turner. Okay. Along with Holly Berry and Whitney Houston. Whitney might have been okay. No. Nah. Whitney can act, but she can only play herself. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. in waiting to exhale, you, she does a really good job, but like, there's but she's only, Whitney. She's, she's very soft spoken. There's only certain she's, scenes that she does where you're like, "Ooh, you really stepped out of your comfort zone." Mm-hmm. So, so That's yeah, it? that could have been <laughs> that could have been some of our uh, Tinas in the world. I used to crave this man. He treated me like a lady, and once you get used to being treated good. You can't go back to bullshit. You can't. Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> Did you know she got a star in she, July of 2022? Who, Jennifer Whitney Lewis. Lewis or Jennifer Lewis? Okay. Good for that, her. Yeah. It took a long time for Hollywood to realize that she is an asset. Well, sometimes they don't want to do it because they want people to just fork over the 50K. Yeah. Hollywood will give anybody a star if they put up the 50K. You just got to put the money on it. You know. I'll get you a star. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not gonna pay for my star. They can pay for my star. I do think it's funny that Lawrence Fishburne is Jennifer Lewis's son-in-law in this. Uh huh. Right? Technically, with mm-hmm. like. Yeah. But they're married in blackish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they were married in blackish. I mean, this goes over the course of 20 years. So they have to young Lawrence Fishburne up as much as possible, and then they have to age him at the end. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Jennifer Lewis just has to play her role because uh, the last time we see her, she's just getting a phone call in bed. Well, after watching Tina, the documentary, she just talks about her mom and how she was not. You know, she always felt abandoned and her mom never loved her or liked her. She left her. It left her and she came back around when she was older and she saw money. Mm-hmm. And that's why she stayed around. That's why yeah. she lived. So, like, Ike bribing her to be part of the band, that seems true. Yeah, you know? absolutely. That rings true to her yeah, character. Absolutely. And I mean, she talks about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, they talk about it and how, you know, no, nah, she's going to be a nurse. She's going to bring a steady paycheck into this house. Yeah. Which is her That's mindset of, I'm going I'm to utilize exploit, this yeah. woman mm-hmm. until the right husband comes along. And then I'm going to sell her off. make my life more comfortable. I just can't stand it. It just makes me so. It's all fucked up, man. It's all fucked up. So sad. But as long as we have black movies, there will be the best. Better than all the rest. Damn, that drink is good. It is really good. Thank you, Lenny. I can't. Mm. I'm going to call her tomorrow and tell her. The drink is good. 
there will always be black movies, so they'll always need black mamas. So we will talk about Jennifer Lewis. We're Again, definitely going to do Who's Your Caddy. <laughs> We're going to do Think Like a Man. Yeah, she, she's in so many, so many this, things. The list goes on I'm and not, on I ain't and worried on. about it. And I love her. Thank and you. And we're going to talk about Lawrence Fishburne again. Not now. Wait, what else have we talked about? right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we briefly talked about him in The Color Purple, but that's all I can... Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, wait, who is he, who is he yelling at? Come on, Miss... He's talking to Oprah. Miss Sophia? Yeah, because she... He's that was like his first job, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, Miss Sophia, no! No! Yeah, that's That's it. That's right. Wow! Yeah. Get my kids out of here! And he grabs her kids. And he grabs her kids. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And he works in the juke shop. The juke joint. In the joint. You know, just being... I'm feeling right. It's gonna rain on your head. It's gonna rain on your head. (laughs) But he is uh, an amazing... The man. He is a acting god. He is Morpheus. He is Morpheus. And what you've heard is true. There's going to be an orgy later. Yes. (laughs) Do you remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Andy Dick in the MTV Movie Awards. Oh, yes. An orgy later. (laughs) Oh, my God. Lawrence Fishburne, one of his best performances. I definitely think so. He had to go through great lengths to play this Heart. He definitely knew some nigga on the corner who stuttered. He knew a couple talk- of pimps. That were just like Ike. Let's be honest. Ike is a pimp. At the end of the day, that is his mentality. He's a pimp. He had pimp knowledge and whole wisdom. Yeah, He's an exploiting, hustling person who always overextends himself. But he definitely came from a background of horrible things happening like he watched his father be beaten by a gang and then he couldn't be taken to the hospital because he was black and he had to be put in the uh, a barn and he like slowly died sure so like i'm not letting that be any excuse no of course he didn't grow up with puppies and rainbows no no absolutely not anytime somebody becomes a pimp they obviously grew up in a certain type of environment but that's what he's doing. Yeah. Before Tina, it was these backup singers. And then he found the right golden goose, you know, and he exploited her as much as he physically could. And the only way that he knew how was to break her down both mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually to make her feel like she was nothing. Because the more confident she has, the more likely she is to rebel against his way of life. I don't think that she ever felt confident until after she left him. Her mom absolutely she didn't. Her mom definitely ruined all that for her. Yeah, it doesn't help that she had the mom that she had. If she had a mom who instilled confidence and self-preservation in her, then Ike wouldn't have lasted the first week. And her dad. Her dad walked out too. She yeah, said yeah, yeah. When she came home. They don't day, mention his dad, her dad at all. She said her mom. She came home one day and her mom wasn't sitting in the window like she always was. And her dad came home and when her mom was gone, he just left. He just left the kids there. Mm. He didn't take them. He didn't have nobody do nothing. He left too. 
Yeah. And she, I don't think she ever really saw him again. And her mom, she eventually... Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Saw some version of her. But that being said, if y'all don't know who Lawrence Fishburne is, I can't help you. You better ask somebody. And when you ask somebody, they're going to slap you because they're going to be like, you don't know Morpheus? <laughs> Mr. Fury Styles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you may be cute, but not special. Where they work together again as... Ex-husband and ex-wife. And boys in the hood. And boys in the hood. That's like, true. Yeah. And that comes out before this movie. Does it? Just barely. I feel like it does. When did Boys in the Hood? Look. When did Boys in the Hood come out? Because shit, that was... They gotta be right on top of each other. 92. I must, then Yeah, that is right on top. Maybe not. 95? Maybe. It might be 95. 91. Okay. It's before this movie. Both of them. So he played Mr. Furious Styles before he played Ike Turner. Which is usually how it goes. You know, Tom Hanks had sex with a fish before he did Forrest Gump. Tom Cruise did Top Gun before Born on the Fourth of July. She wasn't a fish when he had sex with her. I know. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, that's that's from another show called Entourage. <laughs> Entourage, I'm yeah. sorry. You good? All right, a little bit. Just a little bit. Shit, you killing me over here. Well, champagne is something you can't just finish tomorrow. So Cocktails. You gotta finish it today. Uh, that being said, he did a hell of a job on this movie. And well, he was nominated for an Oscar. For Best Actor. For Best Actor. Uh, he was uh, nominated for a Golden Globe, if I'm not mistaken. He was nominated for a lot of awards, same <laughs> as Angela Bassett. You know, they both did fantastic work in these movies. Oh, shit. Um, and so, that being said, my hat's off to Mr. Fishburne. Well, he... Did, he was asked to do this movie about five times, and he turned it down until they said... He said, nah, man, these ladies ain't going to never forgive me I play Ike Turner. I mean, I'm sure he thought the same thing, but then... I ain't never going to get laid for the next ten years. When they were like, well, you know, we're going to use Angela Bassett for Tina Turner. He was like, uh, A word? Yes. Okay. All right, well, Angie's doing it. I'm in. There you go. And so he definitely signed on because of her. She's bad. He's amazing. Himself. He's amazing. I just want you to know that he did Ike singing in this movie. Did he? That's him. Nice. That's him rolling. Rolling. That's him rolling on that river. Rolling. <laughs> rolling on the river. Yeah. Is that really her singing? No. I didn't think so. You that can't. Is- you can't imitate Tina Turner that well. That is not her singing. Like, I don't know anybody that can imitate Tina Turner. Tina Turner did all of the singing for this movie. Not like just they used her song. Like, they brought her she in. She dubbed it over. Yeah. She did. Of course she did. She has a very, very unique voice that you cannot duplicate. There's not too many people that can. If if any. Can if duplicate. any. I don't think there is. Well, Okay. Before we move on, I just want to, like, just give you guys a little fun facts about Lawrence Fishburne, because I feel like we haven't really, really talked about him. Okay. Hit me with your fun facts. Uh, he started acting when he was 10 in a New York theater. New York. And he kind of made a name for himself. I like all New around York NYC. Me too. 
Um, and he was cast at the age of 14 in Francis Ford Coppola's Apocalypse Now in 1979. Word. Yeah, word. And that fool was in there for, it like, it took two years for him to fill that movie in the Philippines. Uh-huh. And so he, like, turned 15 and 16 on the set of that movie. No shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I, always, I think that is, like... I guess I didn't realize that he's been acting that long. Yeah. Like, I guess I just... But he was a student at the Lincoln Square Academy in Manhattan, New York. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> Actor. Hold on, let me get my bow tie out. So, yeah, he's he's Fonsworth, not... make me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> he's not just a, you know... A community theater actor. He is no, no, classically trained. It. And his first feature big ass film was with a fucking legend, Francis Ford Coppola. Right. Who also put him in a couple of his movies too. Like he, he really enjoyed working with him. He saw that he was like a great ass fucking dude, and that he came in, knew his shit, did his shit, and you know that's how directors work, man. I'm keeping my eye on everybody that worked on Pug so that I can. Plug them into the next projects. Yeah. You know, when keep you're a pleasure to have in class, you want to keep them in class, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You so know? much sense. That's why Leo and Scorsese keep doing movies together. I would, I would like to. And De Niro. I mean, I would love to work with Scorsese, but he... He's up there. He's, I do want to see the Fablemans. But he don't really work with black people. No. Or women. No. And I'm both of those. No. It's not his forte. I understand. He don't get us. No. Tarantino's got one left. Can we, like, every time someone says it to me, I just don't believe it. So I just don't want to hear it anymore because it makes me the saddest. No, no, no. He firmly believes that he has one movie left. And then afterwards, he might do some theater. I don't care. He might do some TV. I don't want Things wanna... of that nature. No, keep me but with my But the movies. last thing he wants to do is direct for too long. To where his movies end up shitty. We'll do one shitty movie and then quit. You haven't done that yet. So no, like, he doesn't want any. Because <laughs> let's be honest. I can't. Can we not? I don't. I haven't seen The Fablemans, but Scorsese's movie before that, what was it called? The Irishman? Mm-hmm. That just sucked. It was really long and drawn out. It was really long. And it was watching really it, I kept slow. Thinking, like, I had... You hate mm, slow movies. Yeah. But I, I just kept thinking like... And I love Scorsese. You just, yeah, it just made me realize that you just love old white men. <laughs> and when they get old, instead of using young white men, you just turn those old ones young. Yep. <laughs> he knows what he likes. He knows what stories he understands. And, and I he totally understands get it. gangster movies. I, and, and you are talking to the queen of watching all of the gangster ass movies. So, like, I totally get it, but, like... He invented a lot of things by making those gangster movies. Hey, we've done casino. He invented the shot where you follow the car inside the sunglasses. Oh, I know. That, when are we going to do casino? That's, Whenever like, one of the best things. you want. I mean, yeah, I'll bring the limoncello back, yeah. and we You've been fucking some- warned, pal. Don't ever fucking, fucking put my name in your mouth again. Joe Pesci's a dangerous <laughs> man. Don't fucks with him. And he getting old, too. I'm looking at him. He's an Irish super. man. He always fucks. <laughs> but, okay, so that's a little bit of Loris Fishburne. But are you ready for a... Fun fact. 
<laughs> oh, yes, it is. I closed my eyes. You weren't there with I me. I wasn't. I, I wanted to see if you do it. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you a fun fact about, that the, fun fact about the real star of this movie. I'm drunk. I'm feeling sexy. Go I am ahead. drunk. I don't know. I'm not really feeling sexy, but I'm drunk. Okay, so I mean, I'm, we're talking about Lawrence Fishburne. The man is sexy. Hey, hey, hey. You're so right. Okay, so we're going to talk about the real star of this movie, and that's The House. The house that they filmed in uh, Ike and Tina's Hollywood home with the pool. And oh, the, okay, okay, okay. And okay. The studio Ooh, I'm excited. Stuff. Okay. So where they shot this? Uh huh. It's off of Olympic. It's on Olympic. Uh, I'm above Olympic. Right above Olympic. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. But you can take. Claire on your way up to sunset. sunset. That doesn't make any sense. Then I'd have, I'd have to, to get off the freeway. freeway. I hate, I hate that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I say, I say these lines to myself all the time when I'm driving. Don't let me drive up over oh Olympic. Okay, Ty. Her name is Ty. Sorry, not it is, Claire. It is Ty. Okay, so the the house that they used to film it uh-huh. was the actual house that okay. they lived in. So, Wait, the house that they filmed in was Tina and Ike's house? Yep. It Damn. was not their house at the time of filming. But, but they it, went straight up to the owners of the house and be like, hey, we're making a Tina Turner movie. I know you bought this house from Tina Turner. Like, I just want you to just close your eyes and think about the house. Doing and, it. And all, all of the decor and the furniture and the paint and all of that stuff. Well, in 1993, when they went and fucking made this... All of that was still there. I closed my eyes. You saw it, didn't you? I did, but also there's coke still hidden in certain places in the house. Well, I'm sure the coke is gone. <laughs> but when they went to go shoot in it, oh my god, they got to they got to shoot in it because the new owners who bought the house in 1977 mm-hmm. for 115 thousand dollars, motherfuckers. That's probably. $1.5 million now. Nope. It is $586,455 today. For I'm not house. talking about the exchange rate. I'm talking about how much the house is worth now. Okay. Well, we're getting there. Okay. So that they sold the house. And when he sold it to them, he sold them with everything in it. All the furniture, all the decor. All of that. That's shit. why he ain't got shit. Yeah, he sold it for what, stupid what dumb I, shit. Yeah, I got, uh, I got, uh, I got some clothes. Yeah. What I got left, I got, I got, I got, I got some clothes. I, I got some jewelry. Uh, uh, the rest I got tied up in investments. So I ain't got nothing else. I got some jewelry. Uh-huh. Uh, all my other money is tied up in investments. You know, I ain't got nothing else. <laughs> Can you tell your client to take his glasses off? You ain't got to tell, tell me nothing. nothing. <laughs> so he sold them the house, fully furnished with all the shit. For $115,000. So. <laughs> this motherfucker. When they came to come knocking on the door in 93, they're like, do you think that we could film here? They're like, yeah, we got these white ass couches that you're, that Ike sold us. We got a round ass bed. And like the house was like virtually less. Left as like a time crazy. So when you look at this film and you watch and you see all of the couches and the weird paint and the mirrors and the kitchen, the way it's all laid out. The bed that Angela Bassett is like sitting on the floor Mm -hmm. in front of is the real bed that Tina was sitting in the floor in front of. 
It's the real bed. It's the real carpet. It's the real house. As oh God. what was there. So the I'm sure. sound studio. I, I'm sure that like Tina wasn't bush. there on. Oh, nut bush. <laughs> they call it nut bush. bush I'm pretty sure that, you know, she wasn't on set for those days. No, I no, no, like no, no. Be, like, I think that would be trickery. way too traumatic. But they, That'll fuck you up. They had the same fucking house. So I don't know if I can go back to the houses that I've lived in in my past. Dude, that's... Oof. A lot of wounds. Shit. Well, in 2016, the next owners put the house up for market. Mm-hmm. So it went up for listing for... Nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand dollars in two thousand and sixteen. So if you translate that into twenty twenty-three money, that'd be like one point two million dollars. You know damn well they're selling that mo- that house for three million dollars right now. But I want you to think about how it was still nineteen seventies layout of that house i love the 70s that sunken in living room situation i I think that's fantastic i totally get it but whoever bought it has refinished it and like redone it and it's so pretty like and it's way more open like so i i totally understand because i love vintage old houses too and i love the 70s it's so beautifully tacky like i just love it Mm -hmm. but like they opened up walls and spaces you know You know, like in one of the bathrooms, it's like two sinks and, you know, like drawers and things. And then it had like a glass I need two room. sinks. You know how much of a struggle it I'm is to share a bathroom with Ashley? That wasn't even the problem. <laughs> it was that it was like they had like a glass room with okay. a door in the bathroom that just had the toilet. So that just cuts your bathroom in half. Like oh. it just took, like it, it was just okay. weird things. Just so, little Just details. little things that you'd be like, you know what? We should just knock all this out so yeah. we can have more space. Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And so I looked at pictures like before, like in 1970, whatever. And then now in 2000s, whatever. And it's really pretty. It's good. Okay. But yes. even the people who bought the house in like 2016... Still got some white sofas and a round bed. I read that and I was like, this shit won't die. Nope. Like, nobody will get rid of Tina it. Tina Turner and Ike slept there. Like, I- you don't sell it. You don't put it up on Craigslist. You don't get rid of it. You put it in storage at the very least. And so when you sell the house, you're like, you get this round bed and this tacky house. You see them stains right there? Those are Ike's. It's not, <laughs> Tina wasn't there that day, but. This is what her children were conceived on. Yeah. Like, you know, it was a whole, a whole oh ass. Oh, my God. Ass. Yeah. I thought that was the coolest <laughs> shit ever. I was like, oh, my God. We literally got to go in a time capsule of what their house looked like. Yeah. Because I always was like, I wonder what their house really looked like. And I, that was it. That was literally That it. was the, it with their stuff. Their actual stuff. Actual stuff. The only thing was missing was the friends with the loud ass shirts. With the loud ass shirts. That's why I need some glasses because your shirt's too damn loud. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about Miss Angela Bassett and her brilliant performance that she turned in on this movie? Yes. Oh my God. She got robbed for an Oscar. But she is up for an Oscar this year. Yes, she is. So we'll see. If she gets to go home with a tiny little it has man named been Oscar. thirty years, like pretty much to the to the day almost. It uh, has been thirty years. 
since her last Oscar since nomination. Since her last Oscar. And, well, you know, if I had to choose between here and Wakanda, I would definitely would have given it to her for this. But nobody wins for the one that they were supposed to win for. Will Smith should have won for Ali. Or I Am Legend. Or anything that he ever has done. I'm Pursuit talking. Pursuit of Happiness. Wawa West. Men Black. Bad Boys 2. Come on. Which one did he win for? For King Richard? King Richard. Okay. I liked him in King Richard. I actually. liked him in King Richard. That's not to it, say that that was his best performance of his career. It definitely was not him. Like, it wasn't him. No. But that being said, nobody wins for their best performance of their career. Or okay. Very, That's true. Like, Leo didn't win for his best. Very few people win for their best performance of their career. You know? Like, okay. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix won for the Joker. Finally. But you don't think that was his best, actually? I think that was. I think that was one of his best. But you got to compare that with when he played Johnny Cash. He was up for that one too. That was yeah. Walk the Line was really exactly. Good. Don't get me started on Daniel Day Lewis's ass. <laughs> okay, let's, <laughs> let's keep it with our black heroes yeah. here. So, um, so that being said, it's been thirty years, you know, and she got an Oscar nomination, but she did not win that year. But twenty twenty three is her year, bitch. I yeah. feel it. I feel it. I do usually go by the Golden Globes. The, not to say that the Golden Globes aren't biased. But they usually do forecast what the, the Oscar's going to do. Yes. So she did win the Golden Globe. So, but sometimes they be shaking it up. I hate that. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'll see somebody win the Golden Globe who doesn't even get a fucking nomination, Oscar nomination. Yeah. Yeah. Because they didn't spend the $5 million on fucking advertising. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. She well, also won an Image Award. I mean... She's won every book, every award in the book, pretty much. Yeah. Like, she is a vampire. She really is. She looks exactly like she did in 1993 here in 2023. Pushed weight to get ready for this movie. She is so cut. Oh my God, she is in shape. So flabby and fat. I want her deltoids. Good luck. I don't know how she got them deltoids. She is just chiseled from head to fucking toe. She is a picturesque form of the human body. Do you want to know what her secret is? Yes. Well, if you say it's like goat's blood or something like that. I don't know if you could do it, but she does Proud Mary twice a day. Just full out. Rolling. <laughs> rolling. Rolling on the river. Rolling on the Yeah, she does the arms and all the, all the shit. The hair, she flips it. Does she do the do-do-do and yeah, the kick? And, and the, the kick. That, that's, that's the key. Because everybody wants to know. Like, bitch, you can do those punches and those kicks and you still haven't whooped what Ike's ass yet? That, that means that you don't understand the psychological torture that people who are in domestic violence uh-huh. relationships go through. You feel like you can't leave. Because you know says, she's imagining it when she's on stage. She constantly is says that she promised Ike from the beginning that she would never leave him because True. everybody, everybody that else left ever him. worked with musically would make it big and leave without him. And so she felt Which, like she needed to be I want to know him. who these people are that made it big and then left him. To be real with you, the names that he does mention, I have no clue who they are. But I'm also not old, so I don't know everybody who's 
these people are. But he did. He is have one of the, the first rock and roll like gangsters. <laughs> Definitely, but like rock songs. And roll gangster. Rock and roll gangster. Ooh, yeah, I heard that yeah, song forever. Yeah. Rock and roll man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so but the gangster <laughs> is never late. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like, you know, she she just in her head felt like she couldn't leave. Okay. And I 100% get that. Like you never want to be the person who admits that they failed. Especially if somebody failed before you. I understand. But at some point, you have to admit a lost cause. And she does. She gets to that that point. That doesn't mean that it's your failure. You have to understand that it's not your failure. It was their failure time and time again before. And if they refuse to change, then it's not your responsibility to change them. But other than that, Tina was really hands-on in this movie um, when she says that she first met Angela Bassett. She Mm. looked at her and she was like, they're going to love you. Like, you're perfect. And so, like, she gave her the, the confidence and a- energy, like, from the get. And she also, like, walked Angela through every song and dance that was done in this movie. Okay. They, so she Get would, it. you know, would bring her and be like, okay, so in this song, I would probably, like, you know, strut like this. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she has her little isms that she does. She has her little shoulders. Her little shoulders, and she flicks her hair. Mm-hmm. And she says she she would... You must understand. Oh, she's so cute. Makes my pulse react. I, was, I fucking love... I Stop. Okay, I love her so much. I'm drunk as fuck right now. I'm, so. <laughs> I'm feeling really good right now. Like, I'm feeling really good. This um, is my third glass and it's This empty. is our third glass. I'm trying to, I'm going to save. So I'm you're going to save finish the drink. <laughs> when our podcast is over. <laughs> so, yeah, so she would go over how she would sing and dance in rehearsals and stuff. So she, her isms are, they do feel like Tina. And that is why. It's because Tina fucking was like... And I love that they made those isms start from childhood. Yeah, they did with the shoulders and everything. Because you know that it was uh, one of the directors or somebody who was telling the little girl to like throw her shoulders Mm, up. Yes. In the church. She's like, we need this. Yeah. Like, we got to show that you're her. We got to show that... Exactly. And they did. From the get-go. They absolutely Jesus. Jesus, she's like, she's fucking, fucking feeling it. Um, but Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. we have talked about her on the show, National Treasure, at least twice. We talked about her in Black Panther, mm-hmm. and we talked about her in Waiting to Exhale. So, if you want to know anything sure. else about her, go listen to those episodes. I can't hit those notes. Me neither. Did you see, did you see it cut out? <laughs> Yeah, so you're going to see, if you want to know any more about them, go look at those two, which are both bomb-ass episodes, especially the Waiting to Exhale. Oh, my God. The drink there was also a champagne drink. I closed my eyes. And and I I exhaled. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, so go listen to those. They're both great episodes. when you call me Big Papa. (laughs) Did you hear me say that earlier today? Because I saw him and I was like, I did. Instantly, that's all I, oh all I fucking was thinking of. Remember when you come in Big Papa? But, oh, my God. But Angela did hurt herself on the set. Did she? So the scene where we first get to see, like, the 
the first real big like fight where oh, you know okay. they're her friends are in the pool mm-hmm. and she's like sitting on the couch or whatever and he like hits her and she kind of That's like, the first time that he hits her if I'm not he mistaken. Hits her. Mm-hmm. And she falls off of the back of the sofa, right? Well, when she fell off of the back of the sofa, she got a hairline fraction on her right hand Ooh. and like hurt herself. And so they only did that take once, I believe, maybe twice. Sure. And the one that we see of her falling off the back is the one that she really did. That's usually the take that they use because the one that you hurt yourself is usually the most It honest. looks the realest. It looks the realest. Now, that being said, I don't recommend hurting yourself on set. I definitely don't think you should ever hurt yourself on set because that sounds awful. <laughs> but if you do hurt yourself, chances are they got a good shot out of it, so there's no need to do it again. Exactly. No, if you hurt yourself, there's no need for one more for safety. Just make sure that they got that shot and move on. They're like, oh, I forgot to take the cap off. And you're like, what the <laughs> Sorry, we weren't rolling. We weren't rolling. I don't know. That Sound like, cut out on that one. That feels like a, us on the last episode. Cut, cut, <laughs> check it. Let's go. Moving on. Did you know that Tina has never watched this movie? Really? Yeah. I she, don't blame her. She said it's too hard. I don't blame her. No. Why I need to keep looking? And No, you don't want to relive that shit. To be no. real with you, in doing research for this movie, it made me feel really bad that we are obsessed with this uh-huh. because she's like interview after interview someone's asking about Ike and she's just like dude like oh here we are we're talking about this again I guess no I don't need to talk about that shit yeah. again go it's read like my trauma. book yeah go they, read my fucking book I yeah they mean, asked her no. like oh are you have you watched the movie she's like I haven't watched the movie I don't need to relive it I've already lived it you know I wrote the book I thought if I wrote the book I wouldn't have to talk about this again but it seems like I constantly have to talk about this so no I'd I didn't see it I'd be pissed if I was her I don't want to see it I don't need to relive it because yeah. I lived it how about it. we talk about what I came here to talk about mm-hmm. so go fuck yourselves she is one of the only rare people who haven't watched this movie yeah and besides yeah. Smashley she's one of the few that gets a pass <laughs> Yeah, she didn't. She don't need to see it. She don't need to see it. She lived it. Yeah. It's about her. It's she about knows her. what really fucking happened. Yeah, and she also says because there's things that aren't true. Like, sure, she had a child prior to meeting Ike. So, Craig, I think that's his name. Craig, is that his name? Her son. He, Craig. He's actually older than Ike Jr. Okay. Like he's older than Ike's kids. And they just chose to leave that out. Yeah, I mean, he's still part of the family, mm. but he's just not the oldest. Sure. They wanted to keep him, uh, they wanted to keep Tina. Like, you know, innocent pure before. And yeah. Innocent. And he turned her into whatever. So, I mean, there's other things. Tell the truth, man. Come on. But. The truth is a good story. You mm-hmm. don't have to, like, create this scenario. In spending time with. Tina, Angie, and Angie, Angela, Angie Bassett. We're on a uh, uh, nickname basis. Now. Yeah, you know, we we homies. We could. <laughs> uh, they became friends and stuff like that. And Tina was like, you know, you should wear one of my dresses. So one of Tina's dresses is worn by Angela in this movie. So at the end dish where she's uh, performing in San Francisco mm-hmm. and she's got that black and red like oh, fringy yeah. like dress and they're That's like a good one. we got an old favorite very very happy tonight to have an old time favorite old time Tina 
of Ike and old? Tina Turner Review. Old? Oh, did they call me old? Mm-hmm. That dress? Yep. That is a, a authentic. Old and tight. Toit. Very toit. Is she, is, that's an authentic Tina dress in the movie. <laughs> the authentic Tina dress. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I think and that it, was great. it looks the part too. it looks smart it fits the no bitch. offense to wardrobe like wardrobe killed it on this movie but, but that one you can tell but like, there's just something about it yeah do you got anything else not a thing i'm drunk as fuck you are drunk as fuck okay <laughs> i got one more fun fact you ready hit me you want to know who auditioned for the role of ike Ooh, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay, so this is in the realm of Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. Early nineties. Early nineties. Who could have played this role? I don't. Samuel L. Could have played it. Nope. I don't know. You do know these people. Okay. okay. I'm just one. The people I'm thinking of are too young. Okay. Here's number one. Okay. Which is kind of funny because of like last week, <laughs> but um, Ernie Hudson. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I can see that. All right. How about Eddie Murphy? No, I can't see that. I think I can. I don't think okay, so. Okay, just think about Dream Girls. And his character, uh, Richie Uri, Erin. What was his name? I can't even remember. No mayonnaise in the chicken sandwich. In the chicken sandwich. <laughs> he, he basically is Ike. He's when a fast-talking, stuttering, but singing, performing. That's a musical. Serious. Whereas this, this is, is still a, a musical. dark drama musical, though. Yes. It's a different musical. But and you just I've think I've never back. seen Eddie play this type of role. I've never seen him go to a dark place like this. The darkest place I've ever seen him go is Mr. Church. Which is a great movie. But it's a great movie. If you I want you to think about in Dream Girls, okay. where he comes up with the song and Jamie Foxx is like, nah, nobody wants to hear this shit. And he instantly busts out that dope and he tries to start doing it. And he's just like in that dark place where even his lady is like, baby, you don't need to do that. He doesn't say a word. He just looks at her and you know that he's like, bitch, I will slap you if you don't fucking leave me alone. Let me do this drug. I'm just saying. I got to rewatch that. I could definitely see it. I'm not saying that Eddie isn't Eddie. Eddie is, you know, the man. But I want to say who I feel like would have been a very good person to put your money on and it probably would have changed his fucking life. Charlie Murphy. No shit. And I think that he looks a lot more like Ike than Loris Fishburne. He is a lot taller than Ike is, but like. But he's darker. He's than darker. Fishburne. And his face? No, not that just the color wise, but like his face structure. But and Ike was dark. Yes, Ike was dark. Okay. But I think that he would have did a, a good job. I, I would have liked to see what the audition tape looked like for, I would too. for Charlie Murphy. I would Murphy. pay money to see that audition tape. That's the one I would have tried to put my money on is Charlie. Because before Wesley Snipes, me and Eddie were the darkest brothers on the planet. On the planet. <laughs> and Rick James was just slapping bitches. I'm Rick James, bitch. The milk gone bad. The milk gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had more thumbs so I can give these CDs four thumbs down. (laughs) Charlie Murphy. That would have been fun, right? To play Ike Turner. I wonder if he could have done it. I think it would have stretched him. I think they would not have let him fail. 
uh, I wonder if it would have been a Back to the Future situation. What do you mean? Where they shot six weeks and then they had to recast. Ooh. But I mean, you never know. You don't know. You don't know. No. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? I don't know. But if someone has that audition I tape. I would love to see that audition tape. Can, oh, can Send you? it to Lights, Camera, Cocktail, Noes at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Get the S out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. I says, I'm out. I'm out. Are you? I'm out. That makes me happy. Book close. Makes we still rolling? Happy. Yeah, we're still rolling. Rolling on the river. And we're rolling. Rolling. <laughs> Where would Tina be if she just rolled over and said, hit me again, Ike, and this time put some, some steak on it? it. <laughs> she'd be rolling down the river. That's where she'd be. <laughs> I can't believe you came out with that one. I forgot all about it. That's I'm the victim here. <laughs> that bitch. As soon as I said rolling down the river, that's what I thought. Of. Oh she'd be rolling God. down the river. That's where she'd be. <laughs> you stupid. He's stupid. I didn't come up with the line. Oh, that's It's the just best. this great line. <laughs> she'd be rolling down the river. <laughs> that's where she'd be. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. right. So, you know what time it is. I do know what time it is. It's time for Z for the people. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So, you know what I had to do for the Z for the people. I absolutely know where you're going with this one. And I'm, yeah. To be real with you, I don't need to give you guys no website to go on, no information, no history about nothing, because domestic violence is not a joke. It happens... All around the world, to every different shape and size of per- pe- people in this world, men and women, non-binary, the trans, it don't matter. It happens to all of us, and there are hotlines that you can call and get help, because sometimes you don't have somebody who comes to your hospital and says, hey, I love you, I got a couch with your name on it, bitch, just tell me. And I got you. Some people don't have that. And so for the people who don't and don't know how to get out or where to go or any of that, we do have the national, the national death. Oh, my God. Don't scare me now. <laughs> I'm just pretty drunk. Domestic violence hotline. It's her fault. She did this to both I did, of us. It's, it's uh, Lenny's fault. Thank you, bitch. Thank you. So you can call them. They speak in English and Spanish. And the number is... Uh, 1-800-799-7233. You could also text them at 88788. And that way is so that if you don't want to be caught talking. Si hablas español. Español. Just want to tell you that I'm on day 61 of Duolingual. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> While we at it. So, yeah, you can always text them if you are afraid that you are talking and you might be caught. Um, and you just want to be able to talk to someone, it's all anonymous, and it's a free, toll-free call, so call them if you or somebody you know is experienced in domestic abuse. Because it happens, but it shouldn't happen. No. Oh, my God. Yes, we're going to Lovers and Friends. We're going to Lovers and Friends! I didn't mean to, like, look at it, but... You call me. <laughs> oh, shit. What day is it? It's May 6th. 
I, I don't know because I didn't look at it because I told myself I wasn't going. So I stopped oh, looking at I see. it. Copy that. Oh, <laughs> I'm so happy. I All right, y'all. That is uh, pretty close to our show. We just got uh, one more thing to do. We got to give you a little taste of the next episode. I feel like we should do this at the beginning. I feel like we should because I'm, I'm not. I am so feeling. I feel <laughs> like I've been drinking gin. Like I feel well, like I've been drinking you gin. See, when we were doing this two years ago, we agreed that we would do this before we started drinking, and we would do it afterwards so that we had at least one good take. We got to go back to that. Yeah, but in the meantime, we're gonna. We're going to drunkenly stumble through this. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. Let me get uh, into character. So uh, we got one more Black History Month movie for this month. And I also picked this one, too. Yes, but it was something that needed to happen. Like, uh-huh. we've been talking about doing it for a long time. So. Yeah. No. So here we go. I know. I know I'm you got the first line. Hey, so how come you ain't got no brothers up here on the wall? You want brothers on the wall? Get your own place. You can do whatever you want. You can put your brothers, your uncles, your nieces, your nephews, stepfathers, stepmothers, whoever you want. You see, this is my pizzeria here. American Italians only on the wall. Yeah, you might be, it might be fine, Sal, but you own this place. And rarely do I see any um, American Italians eating in here. All I see is black folks. So since we spent our money here, we do have some say. You looking for trouble? You're a troublemaker. Is that what you are? Yeah, I'm a troublemaker. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's not that's not There's it. no bitch on the end. I, was, I, I love that. That was me. Ooh. <laughs> That's an ad lib. We're going to keep it in the movie. <laughs> the bitch stays in the movie. The bitch stays. <laughs> I finished my drink. We finished the Corbells. Cor and we Bell. didn't catch on fire Mr. or nothing. Mr. Corbell. Yep. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. All right, y'all. We are out of here. I'm going to fall asleep and try and sober up before tomorrow morning. <laughs> Why? We got something to do in the morning? I got editing to do. I got my own movie to make. Well, I don't have work until four, so I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) But we love y'all. Yes. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. We will see you guys next time on Lights, Camera, Cocktails. Just eat the cake, anime. (laughs) Just eat the cake. It's good. I know it's good. You ain't got to shove the cake in my face but once. But (laughs) But once. (laughs) Oh, shit.